0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. A little premature (laughs) on your push there, you stuttered, you hesitated.
1: How's that? That's much better. Oh
0: yeah. Are you drunk?
1: I did have a drink. Ooh, I'm going to go get my drink.
0: And we're back.
1: Now I'm ready.
0: Cheryl needed to go get uh, sufficiently liquored up before she chats.
1: Well, no, I opened a drink. I opened a uh, sparkling seltzer, and then I didn't drink it all. All right. Here we go. Uh, Disney Parks blog. There's um, some information about turtles, but it's in quite the fun little way. They're calling it the Tour de Turtles.
0: That's right. Much like the Tour de France. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Tour de Turtles 2020. Um, What this is is you've heard us talk before about the Disney conservation team uh, and their work at the Vero Beach uh, Disney Vacation Club with their sea turtle nests. Uh, Since 2003, they have recorded more than 18,000 sea turtle nests. This year, they have 241 green turtle nests, 11 leatherback nests, and 1,110 loggerhead turtle nests. Well, they have chosen a handful of uh, these turtles to be tagged with sensors and GPS tracking, and they are going to track them for the course of the next year until they return back to their nests. Uh, Two of the nests belong to two turtles named Miss Piggy and Kermit. Uh, They are named in honor of the release of Muppets Now on Disney Plus because it's all about cross-promotion with Disney. Um, And Disney has collaborated with the Sea Turtle Conservancy to create the Tour de Turtles program. Uh, And they've been tagging turtles via satellite for 13 years. Uh, So this is just uh, an opportunity to raise awareness about uh, pollution on nesting beaches, and in order to improve conditions for mother, t- mother sea turtles to lay successful nests and for their hatchlings to find a way to the ocean. Uh, the comp- uh, competition began on August 1st, uh, and like I said, it will continue until the turtles return back to their nests.
1: Very cute. Yeah. Um, let's talk some Disney business. Yes. There was an investor's call. Yes. And what did they have to say on that investor's oh,
0: call? Normally a, a story like this would come at the end of the uh, podcast because it's business and who cares about business. But this is kind of an important one because we all know that the past three, four, well, five months really at this point have not been good uh, to the Disney brand. Uh, they did have an investor's call today uh, with Bob Chapek um, and uh it wasn't really that good because they did announce that they lost $3.5 billion as a company um, of that money uh, two 2 billion was product losses in the third quarters related to parks and experiences. So that is the theme park revenue that they lost. Uh, there was some good news on the call though, that Disney now has 100 million paid subscribers across all of their platforms, which include Disney plus, Hulu, and ESPN+. uh, Plus, Um, Disney Plus itself just passed its 60 millionth subscriber, uh, and they are projected to hit that number in 2024. So they have hit that number 20, I'm sorry, uh, they've hit that number four years early. They did announce that they are going to release a new general entertainment streaming service in 2021 under the Star brand that was acquired from Fox, this new service will feature content that Disney already owns from ABC Studios, Fox Television, FX, Freeform, 20th Century Studios, and Searchlight. Um, this service will be fully integrated into Disney Plus in many markets, uh, so that is uh, that is good. Yeah. Um, the other big news to come out of this is that Mulan is going to be released on Disney Plus uh, in certain areas. Um, it's going to skip the theaters where Disney plus is available. It's going to be available and this is a one-off. So do not, do not expect this from Disney all the time. Um, this is going to be a one-off and you will pay $29.99 to rent the movie. It does not say how long it will be available for. Uh, we've seen this video-on-demand model used by Universal for their Trolls movie, although their price earlier this year was 19 It was done for a couple of other big releases. Um, so this is Disney's first foray into this. They say that this is, uh, this is only going to happen with Mulan. Do not expect this. It's going to premiere on Disney Plus on September 4th.
1: Okay, um, so let's talk about this a little bit. We had already talked about it, and so maybe I just misunderstood what was going on. So it's going to be released on Disney Plus for a fee. You'll pay twenty nine ninety nine. But I would think that's released across the entire Disney Plus platform. So anywhere that Disney Plus is available, it's going Correct. to be available. Correct. But then it's also going to be released in theaters in areas where theaters are open.
0: Correct. Okay. In in countries that do not have Disney Plus, where theaters are open.
1: Oh, in countries. So it's not going to be around here.
0: Correct. It will not be a U.S. release. It will go in oh, the U.S. You did and not Canada. say that
1: before when we talked. That
0: was. Based on the story that I had read, it did not portray (laughs) the full. You changed
1: your mind in between, then read me a new story, and then I'm not supposed. I'm supposed to just be like, "Oh, of course, that's how it is."
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Well, I don't know. You you gave me all this information, and I'm basing my opinions on old information, and you just gave me new information.
0: Now the intention is that by September uh, fourth, Chinese movie theaters will be open, so that they can capitalize on the Chinese audience.
1: U.S. movie theaters are open. Right. I mean, we have movie theaters opening. We have some just opened. We have one uh, Cinemark that just opened in Connecticut, up in what Manchester. Mm-hmm. They're open. There's Cinemark has a list of of um, theaters mm-hmm. that are open. So I don't understand what that, why they wouldn't release them there as well as on Disney Plus.
0: Right. Well, it's very funny that right after they announced, um, so Milan has been moved like four times. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was supposed to open in November of 2019 then they pushed it back to March, then they pushed it back to April, and then they finally pushed it back to August. Well, after they announced that they would not be doing the August date, the filmmakers said that this is a film that deserves to be seen on the big screen because it's a very lavish film. The uh, battle sequences are spectacularly staged and you really need to see it on the scale that it was meant to be seen.
1: I also don't understand how they could even get away with that. With the like, movie theaters are just going to go under. Their movie theaters are waiting for some kind of releases. Now they've finally got a release that they can put out, and they're only putting it on Disney Plus. I mean, I understand making that an option because there's so few movie theaters that are open. But how could you not release it to the movie theaters?
0: That is a good question.
1: It's a poor idea. Very poor. I was excited about this story, and now I'm just angry about it. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh,
0: and then the last part of the investor's call today is that Bob Chapek admits that Walt Disney World attendance is lower than expected. However, revenue is exceeding costs. So that means they are making money. Oh, Don't right. know if that NBA money uh, comes into play for that. You know, they're there at a multiple million dollar uh, charge mm-hmm. uh, that they're paying to Disney. So uh, that can only help things. But, um, you know, they're making money. So that's they're on the upside.
1: Well, that's good. All right. Um, Orange County has announced that the mask mandate may be in place for quite a while.
0: Yes. Uh, the uh, According to the Orlando Sentinel, Orange County officials uh, have noted that the use of face coverings could be in effect until the spring of 2021 or until the vaccine is available. Um, so, uh, you know, this is uh, part of the new normal and uh, we have to deal with it.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, not normal. Splash Mountain.
0: Oh, wait. No, there was more to that story. What was the follow up to the? Oh, I'm
1: sorry. That's OK. Um. You can find face masks and some vending machines in Disney World. Tell us where you can find them.
0: That's right. So Disney never won to not capitalize on something. If it's cold, they'll sell you mittens. If it's raining, they sell you uh, ponchos. Uh, They have put up uh, mask machines. And these are kind of a a last ditch uh, effort to get you to to cover your face uh, because they seem to be a lot at the temperature stations. Uh, They're pretty much just automated vending machines. They have a $2 mask. Uh, and you can purchase them there if you need one in a pinch. Um, they do take cash or credit, and they have contactless options like Apple Pay. Uh, they have been seen in Hollywood studios alongside vending machines, maybe your mask grips. It's kind of like the new diaper machine. Yeah. You know, because around the parks, you would be able to buy diapers and baby supplies, and now it's uh, now it's masks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get that. I've been, like, in a store and had one of the elastics break on my mask. And mm-hmm. what you used to do, walk around holding the thing up.
0: Right. And these are these are very uh, much disposable masks, not meant to be reused. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do want something that can be reused, uh, Disney has also started selling individual masks for six dollars each, or a four pack for twenty dollars, and those have character designs. You can find those at a lot of the stores uh, and inside the parks. Uh, but like I said, these vending machines are kind of a you know last ditch effort. Hey, I need one, or they're gonna send me home
1: type of type of thing. Yep. All right, now let's talk about Splash Mountain. There's a little hiccup uh, with one of the ride vehicles.
0: Yeah, one of the ride vehicles on uh, Sunday uh, sank with five, <laughs> five <laughs> occupants in it. And uh, they did get out, and one of the uh, riders videotaped them, the, the boat just sinking, and a Disney cast member came over and pretty much yelled at them for exiting the boat, and then they're like telling it, but it's sinking, and you
1: can see the boats in <laughs> it's like so seven or eight und- inches it's underwater. <laughs> uh, all right, and regarding that, Disney made an official announcement about it.
0: That's right, and a Disney World spokesperson, who was not named, said the incident happened towards the end of the ride and involved five visitors. All five visitors were able to get out of the ride vehicle safely. <laughs> uh, they do not know what caused the vehicle to sink, uh, but uh, they are looking at it. It, it did cause a delayed opening on Monday morning, uh, but they did a, a brief uh, cycle of the logs through the ride, and it uh, reopened uh, about 40 minutes after after the, well, I shouldn't say it reopened. It opened 40 minutes after the park did.
1: Okay. Um, the windows are currently covered at the Briar Patch. That is the little shop by uh, Splash Mountain that sells Splash Mountain merchandise, yeah. Um, and I, that's because the shop is closed.
0: Yeah, black, uh, black plastic garbage bags look to have been placed, or black plastic, uh, has been placed over the windows at the Briar Patch, uh, which is the gift shop as you're walking towards Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in, in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, so right now, if you want to get some uh, attraction merchandise uh, from Splash Mountain, you have to go to Splashdown Photos, which is over at the exit of the ride. And, you know, we we know that ever since it was announced that Splash Mountain would be rethemed, people have been gobbling up merchandise like there's no tomorrow. So don't know what that has to do, if that has any impact on the closing of the Briar Patch or if the Briar Patch will even reopen.
1: Hmm. All right. Um, Diamond Horseshoe, uh, which is a restaurant that hasn't been used, uh, much in the past few years, has been converted into some overflow seating space for Liberty Tree Tavern.
0: Yeah, this is one of those restaurants that they seem to only use when the crowds get big. Really big. Really big. Uh, and right now, even though the crowds aren't big, they are using it as overflow seating for Liberty Tree Tavern. Um, and, uh, they're not even utilizing the check-in at the Diamond Horseshoe, uh, While the uh, staff is at, uh, I'd say, maybe a quarter size, they have no real kitchen staff. Um, They're just pulling people over from uh, Liberty Tree Tavern and seating them with socially distanced tables. They haven't removed the tables, but it's funny if you look at it, it's, you know, group empty table, group empty table, group empty table, and they're not even utilizing the second floor.
1: So do we know that they're not utilizing the kitchen? Yes. Well, how are they getting food over there? What are they running it they're, over on?
0: They're connected back to back.
1: Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a little longer trip from yes. one kitchen. Yes. Okay. Very good. Um, construction has, uh, well, finished, I guess, at Cinderella's castle. The that's the painting process. It's not really construction, I
0: guess. Right? Well, the construction vehicles have left.
1: Well, I was I was going to say that next. Okay. Okay. Go ahead.
0: Uh, construction vehicles have left Cinderella's castle as Cheryl was going to say Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, it looks like now they're preparing to work on the stage and stairs area where the performances go Uh, so it looks like all of the paintings done the scissor lifts uh, have left Uh, I don't see the ever present crane so it doesn't look like they're putting icicles up yet although it is August so that icicle process should be starting at any day
1: yeah they'll bring the cranes right back out right
0: Um, the moat itself has not yet been refilled. Um, so it is an empty moat around the castle, which looks kind of weird, but, uh, should be, I I'd say probably within the next, uh, week or so, I'd expect to see the moat filled. Uh, and then the castle will be re, uh, the, you know, castle stage will be refurbished or, or modified, whatever they need to do. And we'll, we'll have a brand new castle.
1: All right. Um, over at Epcot, construction has resumed on Harmonious, the show that's replacing Phantasmic.
0: Right. And the construction is in a backstage area, which is in a preparation area off of, uh, uh, the lagoon in the middle there. And, uh, the World Showcase Lagoon. And they have their, now have their own set of cranes <laughs> that are coming up over the tree Do line. Do you think it. they
1: just moved them from the Banjo Kingdom over to the Epcot they lake might. there? They might.
0: They might. It's, uh, it's very interesting if you ever look at the... Uh, work site that they have back there for harmonious. Uh, if you've ever crossed from China into the little Africa section, there's that drawbridge that opens on occasion. Uh, and there's a backstage area that actually houses all of the friendship boats, as well as the barges utilized for the nighttime shows. Uh, and it's a, it's a pretty big area and uh, yeah, they're, they're working uh, back on the harmonious show. It had been shut down uh, during the whole COVID pandemic. Uh, Shut down, but they're they're finally resuming. So it is expected to debut later. Later, I thought it was this year, um,
1: but who knows if we're not doing shows yet, they might take their time with it.
0: Right, and it will be replacing Epcot Forever, which itself was a temporarily uh, a temporary show after the end. of. Like I
1: don't think they're gonna uh, Fantasmic. I had already said that. Fantasmic. Uh, not Fan- no. Did I say I said Fantasmic before? Did. And you didn't even. I didn't correct. Illuminations. You back then. That's right. Um, I don't think they're going to bring back Epcot forever. It wasn't forever. It was like Epcot for like three weeks. Right. Because it was just an interim show and it just doesn't make sense to bring back something that's going to gather people together when you're just putting together a new show. It's just like leave it, leave right. it done and wait for something new. All right. Um, in Disney Cruise news, the Disney Wonder and Dream Cruise have been cleared by the CDC to use commercial transportation.
0: And this is good news.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, a, a lot of the crew, well, some of the crew who is remaining will finally be able to disembark in U.S. ports and return to their homes on commercial uh, airliners. Um, so what had happened is the ships, I, we mentioned back in June or July that the CDC has a ranking system for the ships and they need to be green. And in order for that to happen, it means that the ship has no confirmed cases of COVID-19 or COVID-like illnesses for 28 days. And if you transfer personnel from another ship, that ship itself cannot have any confirmed cases of COVID or COVID-like illnesses. So uh, both the wonder and the dream have now reached green status. Uh, The fantasy was provisionally green, um, but they are now in Europe. So the CDC is no longer tracking the ship. Mm -hmm. Uh, The magic and the fantasy are in Europe. Uh, The Dream and Wonder are in the U.S. So they're now going to be able to get the rest of the crew off. This does not mean anything about the ships being able to resume passenger operations. No. Because if they try to do that, almost all of your crew crew is gone. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, right now what they've been doing is they've been dropping the crew off at ports in Mexico and the Caribbean uh, so that some of those foreign airports could fly them home. But now they're able to go to... Uh, pretty much Orlando International, and fly from there.
1: Good. All right. Um, in Orlando, there are scattered throughout the property Speedway, um, I don't know, what do you call them, gas stations? Gas are they stations? gas stations? Yeah. And like convenience, convenience stores. stores yeah. um, and those Speedway stores, well, all Speedway stores, have been purchased by uh, the 7-Eleven Corporation.
0: That's right. That's uh, it's not really big news, but it's it's news about the parks. I miss the old Hess stations. I know
1: these keep changing hands.
0: I, I liked when they were the Hess stations. You
1: used to get the little trucks.
0: Yep, but then you got the Speedway coffee card. Now I your coffee did. cards. You didn't well, even it wouldn't get to fill matter because
1: card. a story recently said that the Dunkin' Donuts were all being removed from Speedway stores. Oh, so I wasn't going to get to use my coffee cards anyway. Well,
0: that makes sense then. Yeah. So, how many Speedways are there on property? Here's a little trivia for you.
1: Oh, I'm going to say four.
0: No, there's three. Ah, There's one at Disney Springs, uh, one outside the Magic Kingdom, and one next to Hollywood Studios. Uh, So as Cheryl mentioned, they were purchased. uh, Speedway was purchased by the Japanese-based 7&I Holdings, which is the parent company of 7-Eleven. And uh, 7-Eleven has agreed to purchase um, all of the Marathon Petroleum Corporation Speedway's gas stations for $21 billion.
1: Whoa, that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah it's the second largest purchase of a US target this year. All right. Yeah. Previously, uh well, 3 years ago they spent 3.3 billion to buy the Sunoco brand.
1: Wow, they're yeah. just yeah. gathering out them the up gas
0: stations, right?
1: Okay. Um over at Universal, they are testing fixes at the Punga Racers at Volcano Bay that was um the ride that was having some injuries come out of it at their water park there.
0: Yeah. Uh, We mentioned uh, last week that there were injuries of, what, a hundred and some odd people.
1: Yeah, it was a fair amount.
0: And uh, they're stating now that based on depositions, uh, the theme park engineers knew why the people were getting hurt was because they were going too fast as they headed uh, headfirst on mats, according to court records. There wasn't enough time for people to slow down since the ride was built considerably shorter than similar attractions at other water parks. Uh, So that is part of a civil lawsuit coming against Universal, Uh, They are stating that Universal placed profits over people because it would not spend $782,000 to extend the run or $50,000 to rotate out different mats to slow down riders. All right. And uh, the visitors stopped abruptly when they hit a hydraulic wall of water, and it paralyzed one person.
1: All right. Yeah. And then lastly, there's a new discount at Aquatica.
0: That's right, Aquatica, which is uh, SeaWorld's water park. If you don't mind pre-purchasing your ticket and picking a day that you want to visit, you can save over 20, uh, $22 over the regular ticket price of $71.99. So there's a maximum of six tickets per deal. Okay. All right, that's the news. You have anything to add? I got nothing. All right, enjoy your drink. Thank you. You're welcome. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.